Welcome to Storytime with Mama V. I'm your host, Victoria, but you can call me Mama V. In this show, we go on storytime adventures where magic exists, where brave knights and courageous princesses come out to play, and where the good always defies evil. Now, get comfy, because storytime is about to begin. Hello, my dear listener, and welcome to another episode of Storytime with Mama V. I am so glad to see you here. Today, we're going to read a very special story, which is called The Tale of Peter Rabbit. And this story was written a very long time ago, back in 1902. Now, since that time, many different versions have been retold of this story. And today, I'm very excited to lend my voice to this story. So let's get right into our story. Once upon a time, there were four little rabbits, and their names were Flopsy, Mopsy, Cottontail, and Peter. They lived with their mother in a sandbank underneath the root of a very big fir tree. Now, my dears, said Mrs. Rabbit one morning, you may go into the fields or down the lane, but don't go into Mr. McGregor's garden. Your father had an accident there, and he's never been quite the same, I'm afraid. Now run along and don't get into any mischief. I'm going out. Then Mrs. Rabbit took a basket and her umbrella and went through the woods to the baker's. At the baker's, she bought a loaf of brown bread and five raisin buns. Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail, who were very good little bunnies, went down the lane to gather blackberries. But Peter, who was very naughty, ran straight into Mr. McGregor's garden and squeezed under the gate. First, he ate some lettuces and some French beans. Then he ate some radishes. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And then he was feeling pretty sick from eating too much, so he went to look for some parsley. But around the end of a cucumber frame, who should he meet but Mr. McGregor? Mr. McGregor was on his hands and knees planting young cabbages, but he jumped up and ran after Peter, waving a rake and calling out, Stop, thief! Peter was most dreadfully frightened. He rushed all over the garden, for he had forgotten the way back to the gate. He lost one of his shoes among the cabbages and the other shoe amongst the potatoes. After losing them, he ran on four legs and went faster, so that I think he might have got away altogether if he hadn't unfortunately ran into a gooseberry net and got caught by the large buttons on his jacket. This jacket was blue and had brass buttons, and, by the way, it was a new jacket. Peter gave himself up for lost, and he shed big tears, but his sobs were overheard by some friendly sparrows. who flew to him in great excitement and encouraged him to keep trying. Mr. McGregor came up with a sieve, which he intended to pop on top of Peter, but Peter wriggled right out just in time, leaving his jacket behind him. Peter rushed into the tool shed and jumped into a can. It would have been a really beautiful place to hide in if it didn't have so much water in it. Mr. McGregor was quite sure that Peter was somewhere in the tool shed, perhaps hiding under a flower pot. 
So he began turning them over carefully and looking underneath each one. Is he here? No. Is he over here? No. Oh, I bet he's over here. Nope. <clears throat> All of a sudden, Peter sneezed. Mr. McGregor was after him in no time. Mr. McGregor tried to put his foot upon Peter, except Peter jumped out of a window and crushed three plants. The window was too small for Mr. McGregor, and he was tired of running after Peter. So he went back to his work. Peter sat down to rest. <sighs> he was out of breath and trembling with fright, and he had not the least idea which way to go. Also, he was very damp from sitting in that can. After some time, he began to wander about, going lippity-lippity, not very fast, and looking all around. He found a door in the wall, but it was locked, and there was no room for a rabbit to squeeze underneath. An old mouse was running in and out over the stone step, carrying peas and beans to her family. Peter asked her the way to the gate, but she had such a large pea in her mouth that she couldn't answer, Oh, sorry, I can't talk for you. She only shook her head at him, and Peter began to cry again. <laughs> I'm so lost. How will I ever get back home to my family? <laughs> then he tried to find his way straight across the garden, but he became more and more puzzled. He came to a pond where Mr. McGregor filled his water cans. A white cat was staring at some goldfish. She sat very, very still, but now and then the tip of her tail twitched as if it were alive. Peter thought it best to go away without speaking to her, for he'd heard about cats from his cousin, little Benjamin Bunny. Peter went back towards the tool shed, but suddenly, quite close to him, he heard a noise of a hoe. Scritch, scratch, scratch, scritch. Peter scuttered underneath the bushes. But since nothing happened, he came out and climbed on top of a wheelbarrow and peeped right over. The first thing he saw was Mr. McGregor hoeing onions. His back was turned towards Peter, and behind him was the gate. So, Peter got down very quietly off the wheelbarrow and started running as fast as he could go along a straight walk behind some blackberry bushes. Mr. McGregor caught sight of him out of the corner of his eye, but Peter didn't care. He slipped underneath the gate and was safe at last in the woods outside of the garden. Mr. McGregor sighed. Hana Peter's little jacket and shoes on a scarecrow to frighten blackbirds. Peter never stopped running or looked behind him until he got home to the big fir tree. He was so tired that he flopped down on the nice soft sand on the floor of the rabbit hole and shut his eyes. His mother was busy cooking. She wondered what he had done with his clothes. It was the second little jacket and pair of shoes that Peter had lost. Peter was not very well during that evening. His mother put him to bed and made him some chamomile tea. She said, 
one tablespoon to be taken at bedtime. But Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail had bread and milk and blackberries for supper. Well, that brings us to the end of our story. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not had a chance to subscribe to this podcast yet, please go ahead and subscribe, share this episode with a friend, and I'll see you on the next episode of Storytime with Mama V. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.